0: This is Dr. Karen Hardy, and welcome to Flip This Risk Podcast, where we interview high achievers about their relationship with risk taking and how it influences their leadership abilities. You can subscribe to our podcast at flipthisriskpodcast.com. And don't forget to download your digital copy of my newest book, Flip This Risk for Conversation 17 questions to ask about risk management when you don't know what to say. And today, My guest is Julia Julia Pimsler, author of Go Big Now, Eight Essential Mindset Practices to Overcome Any Obstacle and Reach Your Goals. Welcome, Julia.
1: Hi, Karen. So happy to be here. Thanks
0: for having me. Well, I'm very excited to have you here. You know, usually we talk about the technical skills associated with being a good risk manager and leader within organizations, but for me, I don't think we talk enough in the industry about the soft skills or the essential skills that play uh, an equally important role in the work that we do from day to day. So I love the premise of your book about going big and having a mindset for going big.
1: Yes, so yes. let's just
0: start with that.
1: You know, Greatest mindset test possible, right? With the global pandemic. It's yes. interesting because I think before the pandemic, Mindset and having a powerful mindset was seen as kind of a nice to have, right? A Soft skill, like you're saying. But I think we saw during the pandemic that people who had a powerful mindset and were able to stay focused and stay positive and stay resilient, I'm not talking about people who actually were ill or taking care of people who were ill, but everyone else, because I think there were really two experiences, right, of the pandemic. Either you were affected in your health, or if you weren't, it was this huge mindset challenge. How do I keep working remotely? How do I stay positive? There are ambulances going by my window, right? I live in New York City. There are ambulances going by all the time. So I think now people have realized that having a powerful mindset is actually the number one skill you need to master, and everything else sort of sits on top of that.
0: But what is a go big mindset and then how do you get one well, i mean yes.
1: how do well, I, I get I, this
0: mindset and right? what is it
1: we want that
0: <laughs> it sounds good right? it, sounds it sounds great good. yeah well,
1: I, as, as you know i think from reading a bit about me with doing research for the podcast i have spent the last 15 years with one foot in the business world either building businesses or now the last five years as a business coach and one foot in the personal development world. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I learned so many valuable mindset skills in the personal development world that are so applicable in the business world, but there haven't been many bridges. So I've now created this bridge. I'm a very no-nonsense, actionable, practical person. And I've taken some of these mindset practices that achievers are using out there, top CEOs, leaders, politicians, Olympic athletes, they're all doing a lot of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I just boiled it down to these eight essential mindset practices that they're all using and made them accessible for anyone. But I will answer your question, which was, what is the Go Big Mindset? And I did define it. So the Go Big Mindset is a set of beliefs that allows you to stay positive, overcome any obstacle and reach your goals sounds familiar because that's also sort of the subtitle of my book but that's the point of the go big mindset if you've heard of the growth mindset which yeah. is having the attitude you have heard of that I imagine right that's something you've come across so that's just for those who don't know it who are listening the growth mindset is believing that you Grow your intelligence, grow your skills, grow your abilities, whether it's in sports or you know intellectually or at work, that, that you are not given a fixed amount of ability. they can always grow. And so the go big mindset picks up where that leaves off. You know, if you've embraced the idea that, yes, I can improve, well, then I hope the next thought is, well, what can I do with that, right? And if you have a big, bold dream for your life, Maybe you want to you know, achieve something in the social sector, You know, influence a cause you care about. Maybe you want to become managing director at your company, or maybe you just want to take a year off and travel around the world with your family, right? Those are all right. what I call go big dreams. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain mindset that is associated with setting those goals, staying on track, and achieving them.
0: That's very interesting because believe it or not, even within an organization, it may not be Lofty goals, such as you know, some of the examples you just mentioned. It could be something simple within our work processes that become a go-big moment for us. For instance, in risk management, our go-big moment may be I really need for the C-suite to buy in into the importance of enterprise risk management, looking at risks across an organization. And our default is usually to go to some technical tool you know a skill to get us through that to help us push that idea throughout the organization so that's a big idea moment for us so agree oh that's
1: definitely a go big moment right i think anytime you're sort of setting an ambitious goal even if it's just hey can i convince this room of people of something that i think they're not predisposed to believe exactly that is where mindset can absolutely come in handy having a go big mindset
0: so why does it matter now? I know that your book says it's about go big now versus go big later. <laughs> <So> <laughs> why well, I is- love that
1: you asked that, Karen. No <laughs> one's asked that yet. It's go big now because I've been coaching for the last five years. And one thing I've noticed in my coaching clients who are all high achievers, uh, mainly in the entrepreneurial world, but I've coached some corporate women as well. And they often say, you know, I'll go for this dream when when i have more money when i feel more stable when i feel more ready when someone gives me permission when someone else has already achieved it and i can follow in their footsteps and the truth is we don't know how much time we have right if the global pandemic showed us anything it's like you know carpe diem is not just two words you better, better go for it right we don't know what's around the corner so go big now is a little bit of a challenge to the reader Right? you're never going to be more ready. You're never going to have more time. You're never going to have more money. You're probably never going to have more confidence unless now is the time to go after your dreams and goals and have the right go big mindset to actually be able to achieve them.
0: So I hope my, uh, my listeners, especially in the risk management field are listening that I know you've been working on designing implementation, pushing your idea through to C-suite and leaders. This is the best time to do it. It's never going to be the right time to do it. I know that they have ideas. They've set aside or some plans they need to dust off and really start to rethink or reimagining managing risk for organization because the field itself is evolving because of the pandemic. Because of you know the norm, what we thought was normal now is a new way of doing everything, even within our particular industry. So, okay, so we have this go big mindset and it's, it's a core strength that you need. It's a, it's a, it should be in our toolbox, right? Yes. This go big mindset. It's
1: like going to the gym, Karen, right? You go to the gym to build your core strength, right? You might mm-hmm. do crunches or you know sit-ups or something so that your core is strong, but why aren't we doing the same thing for our minds? After all, mm-hmm. everything in our life it comes from our own thinking and so that's i think the number one thing we need to strengthen is our mindset there is such a thing as building mindset core strength it's just that people don't usually have the time money or access to learn those things as i said i've spent 15 years studying with some of the top Mindset teachers in the country, either through going to their workshops, reading their books, meeting with them one on one. And I'm just so excited to now bring some of those tools to people who maybe just have time to read a book or listen to a book. Not yeah,
0: because time is a challenge in itself. So we need right? to figure out what it is we need and then get it. So what is one mindset tip you can teach us right now that's relevant to the, you know, my audience? You know, of the eight
1: mindset best practices I teach in Go Big Now, the one I find is often the most transformational for people who read them is busting limiting beliefs. So a limiting belief is a subconscious belief you have about yourself that keeps you from doing something you actually really want to do. So Mm -hmm. if you've heard the term before, if you're listening, you might have heard of a limiting belief. If you haven't, it's just this this unconscious belief that, as the term suggests, limits your ability to achieve some big exciting thing you want to achieve. And we only have two kinds of beliefs, Karen. We have limiting beliefs and empowering beliefs. Mm -hmm. So everything in your life that you like Maybe it's the amount of money you have, the great relationship you have with your friends and family, or you know your great sense of decor, you love your home. Those all come from empowering beliefs. If you look around your life and say, okay, what don't I have that I always kind of wanted or I recently realized I really want? Maybe it's more security, financial security. Maybe it's attracting the right life partner. It could be in the professional or the personal realm. Anything you don't have, there is a limiting belief behind that. And so if you can uncover that limiting belief, which this is one of them, I have a four-step process to bust the limiting belief. And once you do that, you're able to replace it with an empowering belief and start getting very different results right away. So that's probably one of my most exciting, you know, big change right away mindset practices. And I'm happy to share the four steps if you think that would be helpful for your listeners.
0: But yeah, let's just share quickly what the four steps are.
1: Why not? So to bust a limiting belief, and I won't say don't try this at home, you can try this at home. (laughs) It'll go better. It's okay. You can. Don't don't, don't do it while you're driving. Pull over. Um, So here's how this works. Step one is to say the limiting belief out loud. The second step is you write it down and you share it with a mentor, a friend, a coach, someone who can kind of help you with this process. The third step is you find the positive opposite. What if I didn't have this limiting belief? What if I had an empowering belief around driving? So I came up with, I'm great at driving, and I love doing it. And then the last step, step four, is where you come up with 10 things to do right away to get you closer to what you would be doing if you had the opposite positive belief.
0: Oh, absolutely, I'm just thinking as a profession, you know, a risk management professional, and how you know, sometimes we are faced with limited resources and those limited resources dictate what we can and cannot do. I, I think that one of the reasons myself and others I've talked to in my field have been successful is because we've thought outside that box. We didn't accept those limiting beliefs that this is as far as I can go, as much as I can achieve based on the number of resources that I have. But having that, that go big or growth mindset helps to see beyond the restrictions that we're faced with. We all face with restrictions and limitations, yeah, right? And we a have a, you example. know, sometimes limited sphere of influence as well. But if we rethink the situation and imagine, as you said, ourselves in that particular situation, um, that really helps us think about, you know, uh, you know, discover areas we may have never thought about before in terms of our thought process. So I think and, it's and, essential. Yeah. It's essential for risk managers. Mm-hmm particularly start to think outside of that technical box and understand the connection between the personal development part of us and why that does influence and have impact on our uh, technical skills.
1: Absolutely, and I could also see it being very useful in a meeting where you recognize that the people you're speaking with have limiting beliefs, right? You're not gonna call them on it, but you might be able to see, oh, wait a minute, this person has a limiting belief that if they invest in risk management, it will look like they don't trust the process. Or sometimes you can see limiting beliefs in other people. And then that helps you to figure out what to do about them. Because until you get under that limiting belief, like people could have said to me all day long, Julia, why don't you take the wheel, have a turn at it. I would have been like, no way. You know? If I knew I had to drive the next day, I couldn't even sleep the night before. I had to first get rid of the limiting belief, then change the behavior.
0: Excellent, because within our organizations, we when we when it comes to actually helping leaders understand the importance of risk management, not as something else to do, but essential part of our business decision making, you know, dealing with the culture within the organization and individuals who do who are in those positions of leadership and in the C-suite, they have limiting beliefs. Um, and that's a reality for us, the cultural factors within our organization. So we have to you know, challenge our organizations entrenched ways and find a way to not only use the, the growth mindset, the go big mindset, which I think is very healthy because it's kind of like a stretch goal. It, yeah. it makes you push further than you usually would. And then taking that same thing and helping our colleagues understand that that's the, the route to take. Yes,
1: and, and understanding the mindset piece of every negotiation and every you know, conflict is also mm-hmm. an invaluable tool, right? I know when people learn about emotional intelligence, right, EQ, not just IQ, mm-hmm. they suddenly start seeing everything through a whole different lens, right, of, oh, this person just has, it's not that they're yelling at me because they're mean, they're yelling at me because they have low EQ, right? And so I think the go big mindset is similar once you grasp these eight essential mindset practices, you start seeing them everywhere, right? And understanding right. why people are doing why they're doing. So it's actually a very good professional tool.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's very important too, which is, you know, it's not a soft skill, it's an essential skill. And I think we overlook that sometimes. You, you can't buy another IT software program. You can't, you know, you can't. I mean, there's some skills you have to grow into. And I think this is one of them. So I was in an interview, I had an interview with uh, Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman is one of the co-founders of Priceline.com and I had him on the podcast and he had a very interesting outlook in terms of the idea of entrepreneurs being people who have just own businesses. And he revealed that, you know, it's not just entrepreneurs who own businesses. Entrepreneurship is about solving problems. So entrepreneurs are everywhere. It is a mindset entrepreneurship. It's not something that you own, yeah. which is so important. And, you know, because we don't make that connection, we we kind of like, um, missed out on a great lesson there. So I know that you um, work with a lot of problem solvers, known as entrepreneurs. What are some of the things you they look at or see that you know could help us in a risk management community?
1: Yes. Well, I also really believe in entrepreneurship. Right. Those same skills. Indeed. Indeed. Right. There is the ability to be an entrepreneur within your organization. So one of the main things I find entrepreneurs are able to do is to override their protective brain. And this is what may be interesting in terms of the cross section of our work is that I wrote in Go Big Now about how we all have the protective brain, which comes from, you know, centuries of having to survive, really, right? Mm -hmm. It's It's the part of your brain that triggers fight or flight or freeze. The problem is, even when you're not being chased by a taco to have to run up a tree, we still have this part of our brain that kicks in when we're about to make a big, scary decision. And it doesn't have to be, you know, do I propose to this woman or do I take this job? It could be something as simple as, am I going to be the one who speaks up at this meeting and has the opposite opinion of everyone in the room? And what happens when our amygdala gets triggered by, oh, I'm about to do something a bit scary, is we have what Daniel Goleman, who published a great book about emotional intelligence, calls an amygdala hijack, I love that term. Mm-hmm. So the amygdala hijack is when your amygdala starts sending out all kinds of cortisol, which is that stress you know, hormone, and your, your uh, blood pressure, your, your, your heartbeat speeds up, you feel kind of sweaty, That everything we associate with being like a bit anxious, right, about this big decision. Mm-hmm. And that's when most people say, you know what, I think I won't say anything right? Because, oh, my body is telling me that this is a bad idea. And they don't realize that the amygdala just has this flight, fight or freeze instinct that we actually can override. And if you want to do something big and ambitious, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to take a risk. And that's going to mean knowing how to acknowledge these feelings of my heartbeat speed has sped up and I feel a little nauseous and I feel a little dizzy. I mean, you really can have all those physical feelings and say, oh, this is just an amygdala hijack. I'm actually going to proceed on this great information I have that this is a good idea and take action. You know, assuming you've done your research and this actually is a good decision. But people Mm -hmm. will do all kinds of research, think something's a good idea and then have an amygdala hijack and shut it down.
0: Right. So how do we get back to that, to controlling that situation?
1: Yes. Well, this is part of mindset training, right? Building Mm -hmm. mindset core strengths. The first thing is just knowing it exists so that you don't take it at face value. I would say 99% of the planet, when they have those feelings, they back away from the risk. But Mm -hmm. 99% of the planet does not pursue big ambitious goals, right? This book was written for people who are pursuing big ambitious goals. You know, I love the quote that says, if you want something you've never had, you'll need to do something you've never done. Right. And people who take risks and get high rewards, they are doing things differently mm-hmm. than you are doing things if you are not taking risks and getting high rewards. So that's one of the essential mindset practices I teach is how to overcome that you know, panic that your protective brain is doing that might keep you good and stuck, unfortunately.
0: Well, um- You know with the pandemic and that has happened i think that shook us all up a little bit in terms of the need to do something different not just individually not just organizations but industries as a whole have to do something different and i think the outcome of this pandemic is that hopefully organizations individuals businesses all are looking back to say we hope we don't look like the same way we did before the pandemic. That would be, I think, a travesty. Yes, If I not agree. having some type of change. Well, this is a form of reinvention for the risk management community. Looking at, you know, go big mindset, Listening to this, you know, topic in our um, education in terms of being risk professionals—not just the technical part, but reinventing the industry in terms of how we learn and what we learn—and throw out the assumptions that we used to have of how we learn and what we learn—and
1: then open up that discussion at work. Right? Is there some way that you can be the person in the meeting that says, "Hey"? what's our mindset about all this? Like, is this something we're excited about? Does it bring up fear? What does it bring up for you? Because a lot of the mindset work is just shining a flashlight on the unconscious. And Mm -hmm. it's really the unconscious that drives so many of our decisions. So if we can get aware of our own unconscious and then start tapping into other people's unconscious, you can get at what's really happening in the room, which often is not what is being said.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That is fantastic and a great segue to actually um, close out on our conversation today. Julie, I really, really thank you for being here today and sharing your thoughts about mindset and going big. Um, I want to thank my audience for joining us today. I'm Dr. Karen Hardy, and I'll see you next time on Flip This Risk Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Karen.